Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. All right, give us time, friend. Give us time. Uh, some questions here on the text line, uh, and Mitch has moved next door, um, so I so can't. We don't know. I can't answer these for you, <laughs> but I'll try. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. Uh, we all love listening to Mitch. Will he be calling the Super Bowl? Yes, he will. Oh, yeah. Um, he, Of course he will. Uh, you can find all of the Chiefs play-by-play. It's always down the street on our sister station, 106.5 The Wolf. Um, that's where you do always find Do you watch the it. game like we do and then listen to Mitch's call? I like doing that. You've got to line it up, but you, yeah. I like listening to him so, call it. So the radio is always a little bit ahead of the TV. Yeah. and so Or maybe it's vice versa. I can't remember how I, how, how I configured this. But you have to pause the TV and then line up the TV with the radio because they're always a couple of seconds off from each other. Right. And once you get once you get that perfect mix, uh, yeah. then it's good. But it, and then it, you it don't have to listen to Tony Romo saying, "Well, that's what I've been saying oh. about uh, the Ravens. No. They they are not going to be they're not going to be stopped here." And then on the very next play, he'll go, "Well, that's what I've been saying about the Chiefs. Uh, you know, that, that you just cannot stop this offense." So you you know that I there is no love lost between me and Tony Romo's performance I, I, on television. He's the nice guy. I'm sure he's I, the I'm, nicest I'm sure guy you've ever great. met. I'm sure Jessica Simpson would but agree with you. There are T-shirts for sale right now that say "Shut up, Tony Romo" in Kansas City colors. You know who's wearing them? Everybody. Travis Kelsey. I know. Travis no Kelsey. No way. Yes. <laughs> was wearing a "Shut up, Tony Romo" t- uh, sweatshirt <laughs> on Facebook. But anyway. Tony Romo drives me crazy. I know. And, and and part of the reason is because, and I'm going to play you a clip from yesterday's game. When I heard it yesterday, I was like, what? What? But it drives me crazy. Like when we're on, when, when we're watching the game, and he'll go, well, that's what we call the tractor pull. <laughs> Nobody's ever called it the tractor pull, Tony Romo. That's what we call unloading the boat at the dock. Huh? <laughs> what? Nobody's ever called it unloading the boat at the dock. He's just a very fair weather. Whoever's got the ball, he loves that team, and he's been telling us that that team's the greatest team ever. So here's the call yesterday that had me going, what? And that ball is out. Chiefs ball in games like this. The ball matters more than any game. Chiefs set up inside the the ball matters more than any game. Doesn't the ball matter all the time in every game? Thank you, Tony Romo. And that ball is out. Chiefs ball in games like this. The ball matters more than any game. What? What? 
more than any game? Like in a, in in the game last week against Buffalo, where the ball was, it didn't matter. Bless his heart. Can't... And that ball is out. Chiefs ball <laughs> in games like this, the ball matters more than any game. Okay. I'm telling you, there is a chance because of time zones. Dan is going to have to explain this to me. But if Taylor leaves Japan, oh, I can do this. I can do this for you. At their <laughs> time. It's 5 o'clock our time, or in Phoenix, I think it's different. So there's the international dateline. Right. And she crosses it. Correct. So she is performing on a Saturday night, that's Saturday night before the Super Bowl, in Tokyo. It's her second show that weekend. She has a show, I believe, on either Thursday or Friday night, and then another show on Saturday night, the Saturday before the Super Bowl. But that's a Friday night here. Right. Well, it or would it early, would, or early, early Saturday, Saturday morning. morning. It would be early Saturday morning. So uh-huh. the right way, the right, right. way to get Co- her here. Co- correct. So Good. when when she would finish that show, say at eleven o'clock Tokyo time, it would be five o'clock in the morning here. What's the difference? Is it thirteen hours or seventeen? Seventeen mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. So yeah. it would be five o'clock in the morning on a Saturday in the United States. So she would have from five o'clock in the morning Saturday until 5 o'clock in the evening on Sunday to get to Las Vegas. She can sleep on the plane. No problem. It'll be totally fine. No problem. She will not miss this Super Bowl. It's her 13th game. That's her lucky number. I'm so excited. Which, speaking of flying, did you hear I tried to move my flight and got tied up in my own international dateline debacle? Are you going to tell the truth about this story or not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. About how you lied about your mom's death? No, I did not lie about her d- untimely demise, but have you ever tried? I don't even know that Sam knows this story. Have you ever tried to just move a flight? You Sa- would think you could just go on. I paid a flight to get me home on Tuesday, and I'd like instead to come home on Thursday. Sam and Dan, I- have you guys heard this story? Because I did hear it over the weekend. Oh, I heard the story. I watched the uh, video okay. where she fully outed herself on Facebook in detail. Okay. I tried Continue. to change a flight from Tuesday coming home to Thursday coming home. I'm not asking you know, like I said, for a million dollars deposited into a Swiss bank account somewhere. I, I'm not asking to move mountains here. I just want to take one flight, change it to two days later, and they told me, no, you can't do that because I bought something called basic economy, which I didn't even realize that's what I bought. So I called Scott and said, basically, um, American Airlines, hello, love you, love your show. Uh, I would like to move my flight, and my mom is having surgery, which is true. She is having knee surgery. On, on Tuesday? And I said, could I just move it from Tuesday to Thursday? And I didn't lie. I said, my mom is having surgery. I didn't say when. Now, when was that surgery taking place? It's in three weeks. Okay. Oh. Okay. oh. So it wasn't Wait on a minute. Tuesday or Wednesday. And I'm thinking she'll go, yeah, it's $50 change fee. Here, let's just move your flight. Fine. Thank you. Thank you, American. That's not what they said. She said... We will need the name of the hospital. Are you ready for this? A note from your doctor, the what? phone number for the hospital. We need the name of the surgeon. I hand to God, this is what she says to me. We need all of these things. And I can't stop laughing. So I go, oh, okay. Uh, we will call you. I, yeah, we will call you right back with that. My mother says, oh, my God. Now if you call back, you're flag- they probably flagged you as someone trying to move your flight. And I'm now on some TSA watch list now, like like a terrorist, which I am not. Oh, they totally put all of that information into the system under That's your what name. Carrie said yeah, to me. The minute 100%. you call, they're going, they're doing this on their laptop. Oh, we've got a live one here trying to change her story. 
Are you on a watch list? Well, I, Carrie said, do not call them back. You'll make it worse. So I didn't call them back. I just booked another flight home. <laughs> now I've got two flights coming home. I'm supposed to come home on one flight on Tuesday and another flight on Thursday. And now they're going to be confused and think I've been kidnapped on Tuesday. Because I'm not going to be there. They're going to be going, Dana Wright, Dana Wright. <laughs> uh, uh, last call for Dana Wright. I'm, all I wanted to do was bump it 48 hours, and it, it turned into this big thing. I would go ahead and cancel your Tuesday flight, by the way. Why, why didn't you just tell them the truth? I don't because my mom is having surgery, and I thought In they would say, weeks. "Well, why?" I thought they would say, "Well, why do you want to bump your flight?" And say me saying to play golf with my father on Wednesday sounded not good enough for their time. So I thought, well, I'll throw in that my mom's injured, which she is. She's even more injured today after the Chiefs game. I'm trying to get Carrie to call in, but she's out at Arrowhead arranging for their Super Bowl trip. Oh no, Carrie all, already has said to me. She she FaceTimed me and she goes. And I thought, oh, God, I don't want to pick up this call. She goes, what are you doing? And I said, I didn't want to bother you because she's busy with the Chiefs. I said, I'm just trying to move a flight, and I'm being treated like I'm some sort of ne'er-do-well. Well, you're lying. Well, if I didn't lie, they wouldn't let me move it. Oh, because you got to play golf with your dad? Well, yeah, it's been raining seven days here straight. Now, had you bought the one ticket price up, this would not have been an issue because they would have just Correct. changed it for free. And by the way, I blame Michael Mackey for this because he is the one that told me to call them. He said, if you call, I did oh. call somebody. <laughs> he said, if you call, they will change your flight. They're probably going to charge you 50 bucks. I go, fine. He goes, just pick up the phone and call them. By the way, have you ever been on the uh, receiving end of a Michael Mackey self-invite? No. I was. Oh. And I love him. He's coming in to the show tomorrow. And I would have wanted no one other than Michael Mackey at my home yesterday. Mm-hmm. But yesterday about noon, I get a call, and it's Michael Mackey, and I, I see him. And I, I'm getting the burgers ready because I got yeah. everybody coming over from rehab at 2 o'clock. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> he self-invited to so, your rehab party? Yes. So he calls me, and I, I pick up the phone. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? He's like, shalom. And I go, shalom. And uh, he goes, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm just making some burgers. I got the, got the gang from rehab coming over at 2 o'clock. Uh-huh. Michael Mackey's next words, I'm on my way. I go, what? He goes, what? I'm on my way. I go, okay. Did he come? Yes. Did you tell him it's his fault that I didn't get my flight changed? Uh, we laughed about you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was, he was, he was like the, 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 the life of the party. I mean, he, you know, he oh, was, he is he's, he's Mackie, you know, he's Mackie, of course. And uh, no, we had a great time. And he's someone one, just and he's one of us, so he was welcome, you know. Oh yes, yeah. so someone just wrote on um, Facebook. If you think you're having a bad day today, remember there's this guy, and it's the guy that got the tattoo of the Detroit Lions Super Bowl champs 2024. Why do people get a tattoo before you know that you have that trophy? Because they think they're going to go viral if it happens. Mm-hmm. But well, they now know he's go going viral because it didn't happen, and there's some artwork in there that was probably a. $1,500, $2,000 tattoo. Well, now it's wasted space. Not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to turn a blue lion into um, an arrowhead, too. I don't feel like there's any way to correct this. A match is a lot less painful when you're trying to get rid of that much money. Sam, will you look up how far ahead uh, Tokyo is from Kansas City? Oh, or check that from Vegas. my brain. It's like 12 hours. Because now people are saying it's there 14. When it's... It doesn't matter. I mean, she's the, the, the point is she's still going to be able to make the game. Yes. It's and, yesterday there when it's today here. And and I'm I'm not a fan of Taylor Swift's music. You know that. I, I don't like it. 
I, I think it's cheesy pop. Oh, God, you've and, lost your mind. You haven't listened to the right no, songs. No, that's okay. Um, but but I've, I've said this a thousand times. I adore her. I think she is a terrific woman. And uh, I think she's good for this town. I think she's good for this team. And I, I, I love all of this. Now, granted, uh, I, I could do without the 500,000 shots to the suite every, every okay. game. I thought it was way, very tasteful no, yesterday. No, no, yeah, no, I no. thought yesterday was nope. fine. They have studied this. I'm going to shut that down right now. They have studied it. They Someone went back and watched the minutes. They have not shown her as much as Eminem. They did not show her as much as Bradley Cooper. Okay. They went back and looked. It's one of those um, false things that took off online that I'm so sick of seeing her. When you actually look, they, and the last time they showed her yesterday, look at her mouth. She says, please don't. Please stop. She sees uh, that the camera's on her. And her first words were, please knock it off. Just stop. Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. Thank you. The Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. Yeah, the yellow Volkswagen. Uh, it is currently 7.17 a.m. on Tuesday, January 30th in Japan. Uh, oh, and 2.17. That's, that's 15 hours ahead. Yeah. Uh, from us. So 14. So Vegas is two hours behind, right? It's 2.17 in Vegas right now. So they're two hours behind. So it's 13 hours away. Right, I don't know what any of that means. It, she's going to be here, and we're thrilled for it. She is one of us. I love it. I love this story. I think it's fascinating. I can't get enough of it. Quick break here on Dana and Parks. Chiefs Ring of Honor member Tim Grunhard will be joining us at 4.30, one of our favorite people to talk to. He's always... Just so much fun. He's great radio. And Tim will be joining us at 4.30 this afternoon. Uh, very, very quickly from the text line before we get to a very serious so uh, story. Um, from the text line. <laughs> Sam and I were laughing about this during the break. Did you just say that it's Tuesday in Japan? Doesn't that mean that Taylor would be a day late? And then they wrote back two minutes <laughs> later, oh, God, forgive me. I just pulled a Dana. Yes, you did. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm not uh, the only one. No, if it's Tuesday in Japan and she flew back, she would be early. I don't know. Not so late. My, my brain doesn't track any of that. I <laughs> but just it's know Monday. she's going she's gonna to get on her plane and she's going to be here. And for that, we are happy. Is she time traveling? <laughs> like, is it back to the future? I saw a meme over the weekend uh, of a speed limit sign in the state of Texas, I believe. And I don't know if it's real or not, but the speed limit was. Uh, 85 miles an hour, and it was a picture of the DeLorean that said you can almost time travel legally in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nice. Uh, very serious story, and, and there's no way we're getting out of this show today without mentioning this. And it's sad and it's awful. Um, and for those of you with any connection to the military, you can certainly relate to this story. Uh, and even those of you who are not. Uh, the weekend drone attack that killed three U.S. service members in Jordan occurred when American air defenses confused the enemy aircraft. It was a drone from an Iranian-based militant group uh, with a friendly one that was coming in at the same time. Uh, th they were pretty smart about this. Uh, th they crashed the drone that had explosives, obviously, into a barracks in the middle of the night, and they killed three, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> three American soldiers, injured 34 others. And what they did was they flew this drone in on the backside of an American drone that was coming back into base. Yeah. 
and that's how it went in undetected. Two young men and a young woman is absolutely heartbreaking. <laughs> Me too, Scott. Uh, sorry, I'm having a coughing fit. I beg your pardon. Um, President Biden said the attack was launched by radical Iran-backed militant groups operating in, in Syria and Iran, and he is vowing uh, retaliation. Um, uh, Admiral Kirby, John Kirby, was on all the morning news programs this morning. He's the spokesman for the National Security Council, uh, was asked repeatedly what kind of attack inside of Iran, when is it going to happen, and, and very uh, astutely and correctly said, I'm not going to get in front of the president here, and we're certainly not going to telegraph our punches. But something is going to occur. Yes. And there will be retaliation for the murder, murder, of three American service members and the injuring of 34 others. And quite frankly, uh, I stand with the president on this. We don't talk politics. Uh, This is not politics. Uh, There has to be a retaliation. This is unacceptable. And all three are from Georgia. Did you hear that, Scott? Oh, I didn't all know. Three. I did. I did not know that. Forty-six-year-old uh, Sergeant William Jerome Rivers of Carrollton, Georgia, Specialist Kennedy uh, Sanders, twenty-four years old of Waycross, Georgia, and Specialist Brianna Moffitt, twenty-three years old mm. from Savannah. That's too bad. That is too bad. I, I hope the punishment for this atrocity is swift and it is strong. Uh, th- this cannot be tolerated. This is totally unacceptable. Um, I don't. I don't know what else to say about it. Um, maybe we'll get into it before the end of the show. Um, maybe something will happen before the end of the show. I don't know. Uh, Dana Wright, Sam Stevie. My name is Scott Parks. Tim Grunhard, Kansas City Chiefs great, joins us after a quick break here on Dana and Parks. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Tenth play of the Chiefs drive is first and ten after the penalty at the Raven 19 near hash. Mahomes to throw against a four-man rush. Fires it near side to Kelce. Comes back to the ball and holds it in. Touchdown, Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes absolutely took duct tape and just wrapped the ball around the waist of Travis Kelsey for a 19-yard touchdown. Oh, yeah. It don't get any better. It does not get any better. Four Super Bowls in five years. It is a dynasty. Let's go to the KMZ hotline. One of our favorite people on the entire planet of Earth. Uh, Chief's great author, 
and Chiefs great Tim Grunhard joins us here on KMBZ. <laughs> Hello, author and Chiefs great. Oh, I, I like the way that sounds. It, it is great to be on with my KMBC family. I hope you guys are doing well. And boy, oh boy, what an unbelievable day in Kansas City celebrating the Kansas City Chiefs going to their, what, fourth? Is this their fourth, fourth or and fifth f- Super Bowl? Fourth, I, I'm fourth, losing track, Scott. Fourth, fourth I know. and five years, Tim. Fourth and five years. It's unbelievable. It, it really is. Um, you know, I, I can't tell you guys, and for everybody out there driving, um, I just can't tell you how hard this is to do. Uh, I can't explain to you how difficult it is. The NFL is set up for parity. The NFL is set up that every team has the opportunity and a chance to make the playoffs and have a Super Bowl run every year. That's why the NFL is uh, so popular. That's why the uh, NFL blows away MLB and blows away the NBA because you can pretty much mark down in the beginning of the year who's going to be there and who's not. So for the Kansas City Chiefs to do what they're doing, take it all in, Kansas City, because this is something special. And almost, Tim, every single pundit picked the other teams along the way, almost every except Nick Wright, of course, who's from Kansas City, they kept saying this could not be done on the road, and every single time they got it done on the road. Dana, that, that's a great point, and, and I'm telling you what it is. It, more than anything else, it's chief fatigue. There are yeah. people that are just tired of the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, obviously not in the Metroplex area, in the metro area of Kansas City they're not, and pretty much in our region they're not, but all over the country, especially on both coasts, they're tired of the Kansas City Chiefs. They're tired of seeing Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey on every other commercial. They're tired of the Kansas City Chiefs being in AFC Championship games and going to Super Bowls. And they're certainly tired of Taylor Swift being, you know, on the field and, and enjoying being a, a, a fan, which I love. I think it's awesome. I do I too, Tim. I love it. Thing. I do too. You know what? What the hell? You know what? Spike Lee can run on the court in an NBA game and act like an ass, and then and, and, and she's not doing anything but enjoying the game. I mean, my Bingo. gosh! So Bingo. I'm, I don't know what. Screw those people. I, I don't care. I I am just if chief fatigue is a real thing, it's out there. And guess what? For the next two weeks, we're going to have to listen to it again. And the Chiefs will take care of business on Super Bowl well, Sunday. Well, but Tim, I don't. I, and we're speaking with Tim Grunhard, Kansas City Chiefs great <laughs> former center. And, of course, the author of the new book, View from the Center, My Football Life and the Rebirth of Chiefs Kingdom. You can find that on Amazon. It's a fantastic book. I have read it, Tim, and I love it, by the way. Um, Thank you. was shocked that I was not in it, but anyway. Um, <laughs> Still looking for the mention. Uh, I, even, yeah. I even looked in the appendix. I wasn't even in there. Uh, Scott, Scott, back when you and I were hanging out, we don't remember much of that anyway. So that's part <laughs> right, of the problem. Right, exactly. <laughs> Those were foggy days, Tim. Uh, they were. But I'll tell you this. Uh, I, I look at, at the, the, the Chiefs and the lack of support nationwide, kind of the way I look at this city. Um, you can come visit. We just don't want you to stay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you can Absolutely. watch the game. And if you don't cheer for the, for the Chiefs, that's fine. It doesn't matter. But you have to watch, and, and you have and you have to go home. That's right. <laughs> go home. Tim, 
I, I have a question. What is the next couple of weeks like as we march toward the Super Bowl again? And how, if at all, will this be different for the guys? Uh, I think they were in meetings today, and then they get a couple days off until Thursday, and then they will start prepping for the game against San Francisco. Dana, I, I can only guess because I was not lucky enough to play in a Super Bowl. Uh, it was in the playoffs nine out of 11 years and went to an AFC championship. And it kind of just brings me back to my point of how hard this is to do. But uh, I can imagine and I can guess that, you know, listen, they're coming down from a high right now, winning that AFC championship game. Everybody thought they were going to lose, uh, you know, on the road for the first time in an AFC championship game. So, you know, obviously the, the highest of highs as you're coming home, uh, they probably went in and did some meetings, did some light workouts, a little bit of, running, get that lactic acid out, uh, probably watch the film. And, uh, and then they say, hey, listen, we'll see you guys in a couple of days. You know, take a, take a deep breath, relax a little bit. We get back to work. We have uh, an unbelievable opportunity to uh, go and play in the Super Bowl here in a couple of weeks. So let's take a little bit of a break. So I can imagine what they're going to do. But, you know, knowing Andy Reid and knowing that staff and, and knowing the leadership uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs, both in the front office and uh, on the field, you know, then it's going to be just a normal week for them. They're just going to go about their business, and they're going to prepare as if it's just another game. We all know it's not a, just another game, but that's what you have to do mentally so that it just doesn't get too big and get too, you know, uh, 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 in a position where, you know, you're, you're, you're worried about it and you're, you're, you, you think you can't do something because that's what happens to teams that we play. Listen, when Patrick Mahomes walks on the field, and we saw it yesterday, Lamar Jackson will be the MVP of the NFL mm. season this year. But you know what? He was Mahomes. He was Mahomes. Yeah. He tried to match Mahomes. And you just can't do that. Well, Tim, but don't sell yourself short. I mean, yes, you're right. You, you played in the AFC Championship, I believe it was 1994, against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, but you did win an NCAA championship with Notre Dame, so you know what the buildup is like going into a championship game, or at least when you were playing in 88 for Notre Dame, a game that could result in a national championship. Back then, of course, they didn't have the playoffs. Um, so you know the butterflies that these players have in their stomachs as, as they're walking through the next 13 days. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, you know that. Uh, but just the preparation and everything that goes into a Super Bowl week and going down there is a little foreign to me. Yeah, the bowl game, you know, you go down a couple weeks early. And, you know, we were down in Phoenix and played in the, uh, the Fiesta Bowl against West Virginia. They were number one. We were number two. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of hype before that game. But uh, I could just imagine uh, the excitement and, and just how uh, excited those guys are to go and play in this football game. And, and just like we are, listen, I, I can't think of a group of people that deserve it more than the Chiefs' kingdom in Kansas City. Uh, you know, they uh, are great fans. You know, heck, I was out at that Dolphin game. It was minus six degrees, and that place was packed. That just doesn't I saw, I saw you out there. You, you banged the drum. Yeah, I did. And Dana, I have never been so cold in my life than standing on that drum deck. I I thought I was uh, I was gonna freeze to death up there, uh, but it, it it was so cold up there. I I can't even explain how cold it was. But but you know, just seeing the fans out there and looking over and and seeing people in goggles and people with uh, hats on and 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 masks on and and big gloves on and big boots on and. 
and just kind of hunkering down, but they're there for their team. Man, that is just so cool, and that is so awesome, and I love Kansas City because of that. Uh, you know, listen, they're always with their teams, good, bad, or indifferent. The Kansas City fan is always there for their team, and that's why I love this city, and that's why my wife and I stayed and raised our family here. Tim, do you think for both teams that lost yesterday, did they just hand it over at, and at some point during the half or prior just think they had it in the bag? We still can't believe the 27 unanswered points for San Francisco, which, which puts us right back against them when everyone thought Detroit was going to win that game. Yeah, you know, uh, Coach Campbell, uh, I actually played against him. He's, he's a, a bit younger than I am, but I played against him. He's a tough guy. I love him. But I thought he made some poor decisions. I, you know, I, I understand what he was trying to do. There's, there's, there's two things. Now, for everybody who didn't watch the game, he went for it on fourth down a couple different times when yeah. he couldn't hit field goals and, and put himself in a position where the 49ers really had to chase points. But So there's two things. Number one, that's not the way he did it all year, all year long. And they got to the NFC championship game because of his strategy and because of the way that he treated his players and because of the way that he decided to coach the games, they got there. And uh, so he was going to stick with that because I think, and this is just my opinion, I think if, if he would have changed his spots or changed his tune a little bit, then the players have said, you know, well, what, you don't trust us now? We're in this big game. You know, all year long we've been going for it in these fourth down situations, and now we're in a big game like this, and you don't trust us? You don't think we can do it? So that's number one. And then number two, you know, I, I, I think he was just trying to put the 49ers away. He was trying to step on their throats and put them down, and he just couldn't do it. You know, they had some drops. They had some penalties. They had some weird plays that happened. And momentum is so important in, in, in any sporting event, especially a championship game, and especially in the NFL. Momentum is so important. And when, when that momentum turned, it's so hard to turn that back to your, to your side of the field. And the 49ers just rode their momentum all the way to the Super Bowl championship, yeah, I, all the way to play the Super Bowl. And Tim, I would remind you and Dana, this is the uh, Coach Campbell from Detroit when he was – uh, first introduced at his opening press yes. conference, I believe he said, I will chew people's knee bones. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to cut off their kneecaps and, and, then, and, and chew on their knee bones. And dig them up. I, that was one of the craziest news conferences I've ever seen. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people were thinking, oh my gosh, what the hell do we have here? Uh, but, but, but I will tell you that I, I know a couple guys that play on that team, and they, they love him, and, and they think that he's the best, and that uh, that you know, hey, listen, they're, they're going to be back. That's a that's a good football team with a good coach. But once again, man, it just comes back to you guys, I, and and I keep saying it because I think sometimes we may start to take this for granted. It is so hard to go to a Super Bowl, and you just just ask Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, they had the best defense in the league, supposedly. They had one of the best offenses in the league, supposedly. You know, pound for pound, they thought they had the best quarterback in the league. We all know that that's not true. But the reality is they had a really, really good football team, a generational football team, and they still didn't get to the Super Bowl. So that's how hard it is. You just – the ball has to bounce your way, obviously. But, you know, I, 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 I said this the other day on, uh, on Sirius XM NFL uh, radio. Uh, Patrick Mahomes reminds me of Curly – from City Slickers. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the, the, 
Okay. I mean, you're going to be like, you he, you know what? He always, he has that, that one thing. There's just one thing that he has and nobody's quite sure what that one thing is, yeah. but he, he can put his finger up and that you got to do that one thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's just a winner. He just wins. He just knows how to win. He has that one thing, one thing figured out. And that's what Curly said. Hey, guys, the life, you got to have that one thing. Well, Patrick Mahomes has it figured out. He just knows how to win and trust himself and trust his teammates. And he's got that one thing. And that one thing is good enough for him to go to many Super Bowls. And you can't buy it, you can't bottle it, and you can't sell it. Absolutely. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, and if you could, if you could, then people would be spending billions and billions of dollars to do <laughs> Darn it. Darn right but they would be. Hey, Tim, you, you got time for one more quick segment after a quick break? I do, because you know what? I like being on with that one thing. This show has got that one thing. Oh. So I'm happy oh. to Stop it. Hey, you know the one thing I want, Tim? I want that signed copy of your book for my dad. We got to talk about that. Let's do it. Absolutely. It's All right. the view from the center, not the view from the middle. It's got the view from the center. <laughs> Correct. That's the position he played was center. I know, okay. right? Yes. He played it for 10 years. <laughs> Uh, Tim Grunhardt, Kansas City Chiefs great, author of the book View from the Center, not the Middle, My Football Life and the Rebirth of Chiefs Kingdom, available at Amazon or any of your local bookstores. We'll continue to talk with Tim Grunhardt in just a moment here on Dana and Parks. It is unbelievable, truly unbelievable. Four Super Bowls in five years, and the great Kansas City Chiefs legend Tim Grunhard joining us on the KMBZ Hotline. You can also find his book, View from the Center, My Football Life and the Rebirth of Chiefs Kingdom. Uh, it's available in hardcover now on Amazon.com or at your local bookstore. Uh, Tim, a little bit off base. Uh, Sam and I were just talking during the break. Couldn't help but notice that your son, CJ, got engaged just the other week. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, we, we had our first one get married, uh, Kaylee, uh, one, the, one of the twins. Uh, she just got married. She lives in Cincinnati, uh, which uh, I cried like a baby, Scott. Uh, oh. Walking my daughter up the aisle was... I bet you did. It was uh, the most powerful, um, uh, humbling uh, experience of my life. And I've had a lot of experiences. Uh, it was awesome. So, yeah, thank you very much, CJ. Uh, uh, Caitlin... Uh, Gimmel, a really, really nice girl. Yeah, beautiful, her father, beautiful. Her father is a, uh, a teacher over at Bishop Miege, so I taught with uh, with him for a while over there. So, uh, yeah, really great family. I love it. Hey, I have to ask you about Creed Humphrey yesterday, Tim, because there were words coming out of my mother's mouth that I could not um, repeat <laughs> on the radio. Was I correct or was she correct that it seemed that they were snapping the ball a little low yesterday because Sam told us during the break, hey, ask him about Creed yesterday. And is that just a, a, a normal function of what it is you guys do out there? Because my mom was screaming, get it up, get it up. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know where to go with that one. I could go a lot of different ways with, with that one. But I, I'll answer the question, Dana, because I love you. Um, you know, listen, I – I think that uh, Creed, at times, um, he's got so much on his mind with some of the calls and and some of the guys he's got to block and where he's got to get his head placement and his hand placement that 
that he kind of forgets about the snap a little bit. You just can't do that. The snap is the most important thing. So, yeah, you're right. The snap was low. There's a couple times when it bounced in. And, you know, it throws the timing off big time for the quarterback when that happens. And, and uh, you know, I learned under a guy named Steve DeBerg, and if the snap wasn't perfect, he'd come over and give me a swift kick and you know what. So, yep. um, you know, that that's just one of the things that you have to learn, that the snap is the most important thing. you got to get the snap uh, in the right spots so the quarterback can uh, get his timing right and get the ball off. And, and that's something Creed's got to get better at because that could come back and hurt you if the ball snapped and it bounces around. The good thing is Patrick Mahone is such a great athlete. He can feel those, but you don't want to put him in that position too many times. Do you remember well, the game Steve DeBerg played where his uh, pinky finger was so broken it was flopping around in the wind? Oh, yeah. God. And then, he, then he had a piece of steel that was sticking through when he had his surgery. And so I had a... Yep. I had a big cast on my, my left hand, and he had a, a big uh, cast on his left hand, and we looked like a mash unit out there. But uh, <laughs> we, we were able to get, we were able to get, that, get it done. But, boy, he's, he was a tough dude, man. I love yeah. playing for that. Well, those, those were good times, Tim. And you can read yep. all about him, by the way, in your book, View from the Center. Uh, Tim Grunhard, Kansas City Chiefs great and author and a good friend of the program. Always great to have you on, my friend. We really enjoy your time. My pleasure. Anytime, guys. And uh, let's go Chiefs. Let's get another Super Bowl. Go Chiefs. All the the best to the family, my friend. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Be well. That's Tim Grunhard, Kansas City Chiefs great. Quick break for the news with Dan Weinbaum, and then we'll be back on the other side. Frank Bold joins us at 515. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.